Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Mikey. And it's Seth. Yo, Seth. Let's get into it. Come on. Let's get into it. So, guys, man, we're coming at you with the topic today of self-compassion and being accountable for your actions. Um, I actually want to get into this story because recently I had a run-in with one of my friends. And um, I was wilding out. And I felt bad about my actions. Um... I was a little, um, how do I say, uh, I wasn't at the right state of mind. And then I, I was taking advantage of my relationship with my friend to the point where it's like I was taking their stuff. I was making disparaging jokes about them. And it was all for the benefit of me making myself look better. And when they confronted me about the issue, I thought to myself, like, Hmm, what does this really mean for me? Is this the person I want to become? Is this who I am? And uh, I kind of realized I had narcissistic tendencies that I wasn't proud of. And I was actively trying to find a way to overcome that. Yeah, so how was that, like, acknowledging that, like, that part of yourself? Was it hard to, like, understand that you're also more than that one mistake? Um, or did you, like, unfortunately, like, hold a lot of your identity to that one piece well you know the first step with that entire situation i researched like what narcissism was i researched everything um a person that was like narcissistic uh, this is a self-diagnosis i don't know if it's true by mm-hmm. the way but this is just how i interpreted the situation i was thinking too much about myself but yeah i did a research and i found out i found the things that i thought connected with me and i did associate with my personality i thought it was me i thought i was being a I thought I was a person that really cared solely about themselves. And over time, uh, in the moment, I think I exaggerated like um, how bad I was, the degree of um, selfishness that I had. But um, it kind of hit me hard. I was really upset with myself. I was really angry. I was sad that I hurt my friends. And I was on like a spree of like apologizing, just having conversations and just trying to work things out because I don't want to become, I don't want to be associated with that title. I don't want to feel like I'm associated with that title. I think coming from uh, like mistakes and doing wrong to other people, it's really hard to uh, lean back into self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, how was that for you after like, after like apologizing um, like dealing with any sort of like guilt from that. Um, well, yeah, you know, I was guilty about the entire situation, but um, I did develop a sense of self-compassion after I've, I, I took another step back and I realized, okay, why was I acting like that? Where is this behavior stemming from? And I felt like um, growing up and just just because of, like, recent events, I've got, like, hurt a lot by people. You know, they do one thing. I ask them to do one thing, they do another. Or they said they'd do something for me and they'll do the other. And I just felt discouraged about having relationships, like, vulnerable relationships with people. I kind of just took it upon myself to be like, hey, listen, if this is what you're offering. I'm going to take it. And I'm going to have my control over it, too. You know? I'm going to try to persuade i'm gonna try to talk to you any type of way 
because I feel like I'm justified for the actions that I'm doing because, you know, I'm me, I'm that guy, you know? And I, I did, I do um, feel like I was an asshole about the situations that I found myself in, but I realized it wasn't, I didn't do it maliciously. My intent wasn't to do it maliciously. I just had in the back of my my mind, this was the right way to do it because of all the times I got hurt, you know? So it was hard. Uh, I mean, like, you were just, like, grasping for control because you didn't want to get hurt. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, sometimes that leads to situations where you do other people wrong. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, that was the only way you knew how to deal with the situation yeah and feel like you had any control or like uh love in that moment so i think now at this moment like i'm sure you've like learned and reflected on it a lot and now you know um like where that's stemming from and it's important to understand where our behavior is stemming from as well mm -hmm. yeah man yo shout out to the girls that broke my heart man y'all made me a narcissist man but it's like uh also not shout out to you you know you know throughout this like journey and challenge you know i i found myself like really appreciated the people that kind of stuck around me you know i realized like who my real people was you know during this time you know i was with myself you know while i was figuring all this stuff out but i want to give a shout out to like uh I want to give a shout out to Ryan, you know. You know, he helped me through this this situation. Let me know what the deal was. And, you know, um, I feel a lot better about the situation because I know about it. I want to give a big shout out to my family, man. Just unconditional love every time I come to them about a situation. Or just, like, them knowing me and, like, where, like, this stuff comes from. And just like, I want to thank my friends, my my, my non-judgmental friends, my friends I actually like being around, you know? Um, it's always a good time. I feel like I can be honest with them because they don't make me feel bad about being myself. You know, sometimes they do, or maybe not even sometimes, there's people that do make me feel bad about being myself. But it's like, I don't even jack out for it, man, let's be honest, you know? And I'm, I'm finna move like that in the future. I feel like um, it was a really cool experience to have me knowing this shit about myself so I could, like, you know, use it for the future. Have, like, more awareness, have more self-compassion, just understanding of self and the people around me. I think we're constantly on that journey of understanding yep. more about ourselves, too. Yep. But it's really important that you have those people that uh, do give you that unconditional support because it's a good reminder that we do deserve self-compassion, like we do deserve unconditional love from ourselves and others. So I think having those people around you um, is always something good to like draw strength from yep. um, and carrying that to the future as well. Yeah, for sure, man. R really positive way to look about it, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. No, Seth, you know, I want to raise the question to you too. Anytime you felt upset with yourself, you know, because of situations? Um... Yeah, I think whenever I, like, I make mis a mistake or do somebody wrong, like, I feel like the worst person in the world. Uh, I have a really, really hard time letting go of, like, that guilt uh, and leaning into self-compassion. Um, I'm unfortunately pretty good at uh, 
like um, defining myself by the one out of a hundred mistakes. Yeah. Um, or like one out of uh, like ninety nine other like good things about myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, one of my friends, I had um, misgendered. And then even, like, af right afterwards, I was like, oh, I meant to say they, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but even, like, afterwards, like, hours afterwards, I just felt like the worst person alive. Yeah. Um, and also, I think, um, pertaining to, like, relationships in the past, um, I've definitely hurt a lot of people. Mm. Um, I think from my time, honestly... From, like, my senior year on to, like, uh, maybe, like, early junior year of college. Yeah. Um, honestly, I would get close to people, and then I'd, yep, sniff it off. Oh, man. I, I'm really good at... Picking out in, like little imperfections about other people, because I'm scared that that means that this relationship isn't going to be perfect, or that like, uh, like it's not going to work. Yeah. Or just in general, being scared of the vulnerability. Um, I'm very grateful for my relationship now, and like, uh, <laughs> letting go of some of that uh, like fear. Um, but that is something I'm I, I am still like working through and recognizing like not only my own imperfections but also other people's imperfections but not as something that's like wrong or um a lack from their part or my part but something that is just part of us yeah um as being human yeah you know? yeah exactly um so i think i've I had to have like a lot of self-compassion for myself recognizing that um I would snip off those relationships um, before they were even anything, really, mm. um, because I was scared of, like, love, scared of getting hurt, mm -hmm. um, scared I didn't deserve it as well, yeah. and scared of just in general being vulnerable, that vulnerable with somebody. So back to the piece about, like, understanding ourselves, understanding um, why we're coming from that place also acknowledging that I have made a mistake um, but also understanding like that that's okay and it's part of the human process uh, yeah for sure I want to ask you about the mistakes that you made do you feel like did you feel like those mistakes that you made were a result of you purposely doing the wrong thing or are you just getting it wrong you know by accident um I think Usually, about halfway through of, like, being in the talking phase, I could usually tell that I'm going to cut it off at some point. Oh, I was, I was more talking about in general, you know? In general mistakes? Yeah, in general. Um, for the most part, um, yeah, they're usually... Accidental? Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually accidental, but, like, at the same time, like, sometimes I can be, like, selfish about stuff. Yeah. And um I think that also just stems from like trying to protect myself, trying to do what I think is best for me. 
Um, but obviously, doing what's best for you isn't always what's best for other people as well. I can't think of a, a specific example. Um, well, actually, like, when I'm home, usually I, like, uh, I think I've talked about this in the past a little bit, I can't remember. Um, I isolate a lot just to protect myself. Mm. So, um, like, my family usually gets, like, not necessarily irritated, but they're, like, sad because they recognize that I'm struggling, but also, um, like, sad that I'm not always, like, happy and, like, around them, uh, mm. like, doing whatever with them. But also recognizing that that's, like, my only way that I know how to survive in that moment. Mm -hmm. So isolating um although it hurts them it's what i know to be not necessarily beneficial for me but my way of survival um but it's obviously something i'm still healing and working on as well mm -hmm. it's a process man and what i'm hearing you know it's like the things that you have done they're just something that you could do for yourself at that moment mm -hmm. you know and a lot of times you like shift blame onto ourselves because we're not the perfect individual but it takes time to be a good person it takes time to be great. It takes time to be perfect. It's impossible to be perfect, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I try to. I feel like it's important to give ourselves leniency, you know, be, with our mistakes, you know, because I'm hearing that okay, I make mistakes, and I feel pretty bad about that, you know. So when other people come into your life and they make mistakes, um, I find myself actually getting mad at them. I let, uh, I get mad at them like at high rates, like, frequently, because it's like, why are you making mistakes around me? Like, what the hell's going on? Mm -hmm. Really, in reality, that's just protection of me, like, not being happy with myself and the things I've been accomplishing. Mm -hmm. So it's important to take a step back and realize, hey, listen, hands off, man. I'm I'm a human, you know? I'm not God. I'm not, uh, I'm not some big, powerful figure on this planet, you know? I'm just a regular guy just trying to make it. You know, I feel like once we have that sense of compassion for ourselves, you know, life starts working a lot better, you know, especially with other people as well. Yeah, I think recognizing our own humanity and for, and imperfection allows us to, like, have more space for other people to make mistakes as well, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And really leaning into self-compassion, although it's difficult, is... It's a journey, but it's, tough, yeah. it's an important one to be on the road for. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It just brings me back to, like, uh, self-care as well, you know? I I actually enjoy, like, um, taking time for myself as well. Mm -hmm. I don't like hanging out with people, especially during times like these. Vinyl's been kicking me, man. I got to think about my future. <laughs> Um, a lot of people I got to talk to, link with, I got to keep up my social responsibilities. That shit kind of kills me, right? And I'm a little ill. So, no, being by myself, it feels great. I don't blame you, Seth. Sometimes you got to be by yourself, man. Oh, it's the best. Oh, God. It's a lot better than, you know, being outside, feel me? <laughs> yeah. Self-care is super important. Super important. Yeah. I think, um... I think, uh, I, I mean, thinking about, like, our self-care podcast, I, I think we forgot to mention, uh, like, self-care isn't selfish. At all. No. And it's actually something that 
helps our relationships and other people because if we're working on ourselves we're going to treat other people better kinder more gracefully uh -huh. um as well as ourselves so i think it's important to recognize that like you're not a bad person for uh i think leaning into self-care taking that time for yourself um that's good all right Something I actually struggle with with self-care is communicating to people that I need self-care. Mm. You no, know, sometimes when um when I, <laughs> I need to take a break, take a break. <laughs> you're not hearing from me. What the hell? You finna you not to catch me after I'm done with my thing. Um, so I also think it's very important to share that uh, you need to take some time with yourself. You know, because if you don't know, it's like then you're you're hurting the people that are actually like invested in your life and like they, they care about you and. When they when they when they, they don't know what's going on, you know, it leaves like room for them to think the worst things. So uh it's also very important to communicate that you need time to yourself. Not only that, but uh like if you like you can absolutely take time for yourself and communicate that. But also communicate to your people that hey, I need somebody to talk to. Can I talk to you about this? Mm. Do you have the space for me to share this with you? Mm -hmm. I think having those conversations um, and allowing yourself to be imperfect in those moments, recognizing that like you are struggling and that's okay, yeah. um, honestly brings you closer with the people that you are friends with, are loving with, um, because it just like brings us back to our imperfection and humanity because I've said this like so many times, especially on my page, but like being vulnerable is strength and it brings us closer to people because if somebody's being vulnerable with us, we're resonating with them and we're recognizing that, oh, if they have imperfections, mm. so do we. I watched a TikTok on this too, actually. Yeah. Is it called Sonder? The sensation where it's like people have the same thing going on, but nobody's like sharing it. I don't know what it's called. Oh man, it's gonna eat me. I'm about to look it up after the podcast. But hell yeah, totally agree. Like if you really think about it, man, we're not all that different from each other. You know, it just takes like one brave person to share the experience, so people feel comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually like this podcast. I feel like it gives us an outlet to do it. So um. It's also something to keep in mind. You know, having conversations can help the next person as well, you know? Say a friend is having struggling with, uh, let's say, they're struggling with anxiety, right? And they had no idea what it was, no outlet to share, like, I'm going through something. They just react, you know? Um, having somebody open up and be like, hey, you know, I'm going through this thing right now. Um, this is what it's called, and um, this is how I've been dealing with it. You know, it speaks volumes. It changes people's lives. I feel like it's really important for us to like take time to just just be conscious that maybe sharing the things that you got going on might make somebody's day better. I think with like the mental health stigma, there's a lot of like sense of loneliness and quote unquote like homelessness in your feelings because you feel like you're the only one experiencing them because your own internal world is just you. Yeah. And, it, and if nobody else is talking about it, it's just you versus the world. Uh -huh. And 
which is why it's important for us to keep talking about it, keep talking about mental health, keep advocating for it, educating people on it, and more, almost more importantly, share our own story. Because when we share our own story, we are not only releasing ourselves from it, but also we're allowing others to not feel alone anymore, feel like they have support, feel like they um, can talk to people about it. Uh-huh, for sure. I also, I also want to bring up this topic, too, because I, I, actually, I actually struggle with this as well. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I want to have conversations with people about certain topics, right? But sometimes you need a, a wide emotional bandwidth to have those conversations. So I, I try to think of what, when's the right setting to have these conversations. And I, I don't know if you've been going through the same thing, but I feel like when... I feel like the best way to talk about things that you're going through too is by reflecting digesting what's going on within you first figure out what it means for you then having the opportunity to share with a friend you know in a public not a public setting but like a setting where you guys are just chilling i love that like the reflecting and digesting piece um i feel like it's so difficult to know when to have the conversation yeah like quote-unquote appropriate and when it feels comfortable for you to share, um, I think that's almost tied with the mental health stigma because we feel like we're not allowed to share or like people are gonna like reject it or something. Mm. But I think something that I've noticed is that um, it's so important to uh, speak your piece regardless. Uh huh. Um, no matter how other people take it, if they reject it, that's their own issue. That, that yeah. is not a reflection of you. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, even even close people, like people that do love us and care about us, sometimes they won't show it in the best ways. And they won't receive uh, how much we're struggling. Yeah. But it's important to speak your piece regardless and say how you're feeling no matter how people um take it for sure so i'm really into stories you know i feel like stories give like a lane towards doing that you know Mm -hmm. it really encapsulates our experience and it gives us ideas and like perspectives that we never heard before or ideas perspectives that we have shared and you know I, i feel like that that's why people are in love with them you know they're addicted to them it's your favorite story, man. The Outsiders. Yo, like, that book is cool, you know? You know, you know, you hear um about Pony Boy and his love for his people, man. You hear about Dally or and his overprotectiveness. And a lot of people share traits and features like that. But um only way people appreciate it is by hearing about it. You know, recognizing what it is and just like encapsulating it. So when it comes down to it, like, even with, like, sharing stories or, like, personal perspectives and ideas, it's, like, I feel like they could, it could happen at any time. It just has to come from a place of, uh, you got to come from a place of realization. Because if you're, I, I think if you're, if you're sobbing and telling a story, it's going to be hard to, like, hard for the person, uh, to help you. But, um... If you are in a situation where you're able to sob and have that conversation, it's cool. But I feel like it, it it really matters. I think people should really take their time to be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. And this is how I'm going to share. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think 
I actually do disagree with one point, one point of that. I think it's actually important to be able to sob. I don't think this is what you're saying exactly, uh. but I'm clarifying that it is important to, if you need to share a story and you are sobbing through it, that's okay. And uh. that even if they're not able to quote-unquote help you, their presence is enough to where like you feel like you're comfortable being vulnerable sharing that emotional aspect of yourself yeah but um not yeah that's why i hesitated (laughs) there there are you know avenues where you can't cry in front of people because i do think that's important yeah i think the other piece is um like when you're talking about sharing stories um obviously there is uniqueness in it and we all have our own different lived experiences Mm. but I mean, it's understandable why we feel like, like our story is different in that, like, we feel like nobody else has gone through anything like this. Yeah. And that's real. Like, some of us don't experience the things that other people do, and that's okay. But also that there's a pretty good chance that at least one person is going to resonate with your story, even if... Even if it's not the whole story completely, there's different aspects that people can take away from it that were like, I resonate with that, and I understand that we've both lived some aspect of that shared experience. Sure, man. I say stories are just uh, different events, but like shared feelings, shared emotions, Mm. you know? And honestly, I think we should get into telling stories, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I haven't lived a crazy life, but I have some things I feel like uh, are important to share, man. Yeah. What you think? I, I'd like that. I think, honestly, we uh, we tell our experience back at home, like, over break. Uh-huh. And then when we get back in the spring, uh-huh. well, not the spring, but, like, not the spring, spring semester. Spring, spring semester. semester. Word. We start sharing some stories. Oh, dude, man. All right. Sounds good, man. (laughs) But yeah, with that being said, that's our piece, man. Uh, Come back next Saturday. Mikey's going to be talking about how he is at home. (laughs) uh, Because, you know, finals, we're in the the thick of it. Uh, We're getting through it. Um, School's trying to take us apart. (laughs) It's crazy. But, I mean, we're all going to get through it. And... We're going to try to enjoy a restful break, although it may be difficult for some of you, uh, for myself included. Uh, comes with complex emotions. Of course. Yeah. But uh, we'll be there every Saturday speaking our peace. Keep persisting. Keep doing yeah, people. Mm-hmm. And keep getting into it. I'm out. <laughs> peace. Doop, 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 doop. Doop, doop.